is he a narcissist? Is he manipulating you? Or do you not have any boundaries? Well, it is a boiling hot day here in New York, um, but I am still sitting here having tea to do this episode. <laughs> I've been out and about all day and I am really excited to sit down and chat with you guys about this topic. Some of you might have heard the phrase, um, nice guys finish last. It's actually a book called No More Mr. Nice Guy. I haven't read it. Some of you guys might want to read it if you haven't already read it or if you haven't heard of it. But today we're going to talk about this like nice guy syndrome and for guys, this is going to be like for the men listening, this is going to be really helpful for you to notice these behaviors and then stop doing it. Um, and for the ladies, it's going to be really helpful to probably validate some of your experiences and feelings towards the guys that are really, really nice. Now, I want to differentiate firstly between a guy that is really nice and a guy that is like really, really, really nice and he's kind of a doormat. We are talking about the really, really, really nice guy that's kind of a doormat today. So when I'm referring to nice guy, Mr. Nice Guy, today in the episode, I am talking about the doormat kind of guy, right? I'm talking about the guy that lets women walk all over him, that doesn't really speak up, that doesn't really take the lead in the relationship or in dating, that is so nice, it kind of fucking annoys you, and um, that's always the one to like please the situation. That's the kind of man that I'm talking about. Nice guys, I'm not talking about them. I hope that all the ladies listening, you are dating or you are looking to date or be with a nice guy. And the guys listening, I hope that you are a nice guy, right? What I what what we're what we're starting to hone in on in today's episode is the difference between being a nice guy and then being the nice guy that finishes last, right? Where you're kind of being a doormat. That's what we're talking about today. I also want to just put another little mention in here that about, about trauma bonds. So this does ladies, for all of you like the bad boys and that I don't want anyone listening to this episode and being like, yes, this is why I don't date any nice guys. And I like the bad boys. Like this makes sense. No, that's your fucking trauma bond. Your desire to not date guys that are nice to you and that are kind to you and that are genuine and look after you. That's a trauma bond. That is not you being like, see, I don't like to date Mr. Nice Guy. No, I want you to all be dating nice guys. I just don't want us to be dating, not don't want us to be dating, but really this is about bringing awareness to the men that are overly nice because of a fear of rejection. That's what we're talking about today. Ladies, men, everyone, it's going to benefit from the episode. Let's just jump in and let me stop trying to like, you know, explain what we're doing today. Okay. So as you guys have first have heard me say 1 million times, boundaries are fucking sexy. So I, for all the guys listening, I really want you to think about when you're listening to today's episode, how being overly nice is not making you feel like the man. Because what I want you guys to all be able to feel like is I want you to feel like you are the man right? So boundaries, boundaries, let me just line up these notes. Hold on a second, guys. I've got like two screens open. Like it's just, there's a lot happening. Probably have some heat stroke, <laughs> like whatever. There's a lot going on. Okay. So boundaries are fucking sexy. There is nothing more unattractive than you being like, where do you want to go tonight? I don't mind coming out of a guy's mouth. That is not you taking the lead. Now, if you haven't listened to my other episode about like 
you needing to lead yourself, please listen to that episode. We'll get it linked below. If you cannot lead yourself and make decisions for yourself, you are not going to be able to make decisions for the woman in your life. So ladies, if you are engaging with a man that does not know how to lead himself, he's sure as shit not going to know how to lead you. And you have to remember that when it comes to a man that is leading, there needs to be a sense of security and confidence. So when when you have this fear of rejection or being not enough, and therefore you have a really intense desire to fit in, you have a fear of being even emasculated, all of these fears can then make us change our behavior to try and ensure that these fears are not validated. So what we're now noticing is that we're having all of these quote-unquote Mr. Nice Guys and at the same time, we're having all this emasculation. Now, I feel like if you've listened to enough of my episodes, you can probably tie that one together yourself. Like, I should not have to explain it at this point to you guys. You've listened to the episodes. You know what we're dealing with, right? We're dealing with, because we are constantly berating, shaming, and putting down men, men feel like they can't be men. So now we have this epidemic of these nice guys that don't say what they want to do, what where they want to go. They don't make decisions. They don't lead because they are afraid of being shamed when they share what they would like to do or what they think is the best decision. So I don't want the guys sitting here to be like, okay, well, this is all well and good, Monica, but like we are not allowed to make decisions. Like I get that. Like I completely get that. And that's why ladies, it's really important for you to understand all of this stuff so that you can make sure that you are also creating a space for him to not be Mr. Nice Guy. Really, really important. You want to create the space and you want to create the safety for him to be the man. And the man isn't the guy that has no boundaries. The man has his fucking boundaries and embodies them and shares them and lives through them and X, Y, and Z. So boundaries are sexy. And for men and women, there are many fears behind when pe- behind the reason why you can't draw boundaries, right? There can be fear of rejection. There can be fear of not being good enough. There can be fear of being abandoned. There can be fear of being um, being told they're too much. There can be fear of being shamed. Like there can be all these fears that lie behind you speaking up and drawing a boundary or just sharing what you would like to do. So what happens is, is that ladies and gentlemen, they in the quest of not validating that fear, they become a doormat. And then they actually end up resenting themselves because they're not living out what they want to do. And they will then also resent the other person. Let's give an example. So let's say, for example, you are asking a woman out on a date and you're like, what would you like to do? She's already probably like, fuck this guy. And she's like, let's just meet up in the park and take it from there. Let's just say she says that, right? And he's like, okay, great. He could have, and this is just an example. This might not actually be the situation for you. He starts to feel resentment because he's like, I don't really want to go to the park. Like I really wanted to take her here. Like this has been this bar that I really want to go to. And I would love to take her here because like, I just feel like we are going to vibe. So he already resents himself and resents himself for not speaking up because he also didn't speak up and share what he thinks they should do. Like, Hey, I want to take you here. Right. That would be taking the lead. Um, she is also resenting him. So like no one's fucking winning, right? No one wins by you being a doormat. 
Nobody wins. Now, if you are being a doormat to somebody who is incredibly self-centered, then they win. But I'm hoping that all of you guys are not dating the kind of people that are so self-centered that they can't, they don't even realize it. Because those people do exist. Me and my friends were actually talking about something last night. Um, they know one and they actually know two and I know one of the two. I, whatever, we all see be friends. And found out that he figured it out that he is the most self-centered narcissistic person I ever fucking dealt with. So they do exist out there, and those kind of people they don't even realize that they are those kind of people. If that makes sense, like I am convinced it's actually like a fucking chemical imbalance because, like, sometimes the behavior I'm like, how do you think that this is normal? Like, I literally don't understand. Anyway, that is a whole fucking side note. The point is, is that um is that the only people that win when you are being a doormat are those kind of people. Nobody else wins because the other person doesn't feel um, excited by your choice and you don't feel excited by the choice either because you didn't want to fucking do it or you didn't do what you wanted to do, which was take the lead and ask her out on a date. Instead, you kind of ask her to make the date, if that makes sense, which is not the vibe. But I understand that we're in a very fucking murky water these days. Hate it, not about it. Everyone wait for my book to come out because there'll be a tidal wave and I'm here for it. Quick break in the episode to remind you guys that The Man is my program for men to do the trauma healing and the masculine embodiment that they want to be doing. So whether you need to pass it on to your man or whether you are a man listening, I would definitely recommend checking out The Man. It is seven weeks of trauma healing, masculine embodiment, understanding women, healing your relationship with money. Now, of course, I'm not going to go too woo-woo because that's not how men's brains work and everything else in between. So if you are a man and you have been feeling like you get stuck in these bad habits, you're finding your relationships are not going the way that you want them to be, you're getting stuck in your career, you find that your insecurities or self-doubt or feelings of not enoughness are inhibiting your life, this program is for you. It is just men and it is all laid out and structured in a way that will suit men's brains. Boundaries are fucking sexy. So why being a nice guy isn't making you feel like the man is also because you don't lead and make decisions. So this nice guy syndrome is basically where you are, you have this mindset and it's obviously subconscious. You have this mindset where if I meet her needs, then my needs will get met. But that's obviously not fucking true because if your needs are about only meeting her needs, it's like, bow, bow, like, no, that's not correct. You have needs separate to meeting her own needs. Yes, you want to meet your woman's needs because that's you being a fucking man. 100% that'll make you happy. But there are other needs that you have as well. So when you are, when you, so basically when you are playing out this nice guy character, this overly nice guy, like Mr. Nice Guy, right? Not the normal nice guy. We've gone through that in the beginning of the episode. When you are playing out this nice guy character all the time, you are literally tying your happiness to whether you can fulfill her needs. And then the problem is, and then what happens, this is why this nice guy is like super, like very childish and boyish. And like, I don't want any men being in this like kind of archetype. And then what happens is when she, when she feels like her needs aren't being met, Or when you complain, this is more what it is, when you complain that your needs aren't being met and she's like, well, you haven't like, 
that's like you haven't shared your needs with me like all you do is meet mine right or whatever she says you then throw a tantrum so what happens with these mr nice guys is when their meet when their meets when their needs don't get met they throw a very boyish childish teenager tantrum they go into this boy energy right where they kind of throw a tantrum and behave in a really immature way and it doesn't need to be a full-blown tantrum it can be snappy edgy like just childish snark snarky kind of behavior and that is actually because their needs aren't getting met and they are letting their resentment come out towards themselves because they don't ever do what they want to do so when you are, if you are wanting to be the man, but you have these anxieties, you have these fear of rejection, you have this need to constantly please everybody, you have this concern about what everybody else thinks about you, you will put yourself in this nice guy category and you will not fucking win. And the problem is that you really don't win because when you notice you're not winning, the way that it comes out is not in a mature way. It comes out in a childish way, which is gross. Right, So it's not only about you having boundaries and you being able to embody boundaries as being like, you know, the man. It's also about you being able to respond to situations in a very mature way. And that can't happen when you're in a reactive state because you're actually always in a trauma response. Like your need to be nice all the time is actually a trauma response because you are afraid of rejection or you're afraid of not being good enough or you're afraid of being unlovable or whatever it is that you're fucking afraid of so is is very um highlighted in your life and so then what happens is you're constantly living out this trauma response where the nicer I am and the more that I appease her and please her and do what she wants the happier that I will be because I'm not going to feel unloved or rejected or not good enough x y and z it's like it's like your way of seeking validation but at the end of the day because you don't still validate yourself, it's actually never enough. And that's why the nice guy thing doesn't last forever. It ends up blowing up because it isn't sustainable anyway. So so we want to actually just get rid of that to begin with so we don't wait 10 years for that to blow up and then hit rock bottom and then have to do the work on ourselves. Okay, so next point is a lot of... A lot of women are really embodying their like feminine essence these days. And especially if you are a man listening to this and your woman listens to this, which I'm sure many of you guys do, because I'm, I know most of you, like you've told your partner about the, about the podcast, you probably have quite a wild woman, right? You probably have a woman that expresses herself. That's emotional. That is sensitive. Sometimes you're just like, I can't even deal. Like this is just so much energy sometimes, you probably fit into that category because I know that I'm the wild woman. Like I do feel sorry for my boyfriend sometimes. So what happens is, is that I'm going to kind of go into a few different, like a few different points with this, but we as women want to feel like we can be in our wild divine feminine and that you will contain us and that you will put your foot down and you will make us feel safe. Right? So it's like this mug if you are looking at the video, this mug is the masculine and the tea is the feminine. So in order for the water to go, like in order for me to drink the tea, I have to have a mug. Otherwise it would just like fucking pour all over the ground. I have to have the mug. So in order for us to be in our feminine, we have to have the masculine. So what happens is, is that when we, we have this desire to be fully expressed 
And when we feel like we are not going to be contained and that we could cause some kind of self-harm, like saying something dumb at work or or saying something dumb to our friends or like burning the fucking house down because we get so angry and you haven't contained us, we actually feel less desire towards you. It's not as sexy. It's, it, there is nothing sexier. And like, okay, the amount of my clients that have said this to me is like, and the amount of guys in the man, like previous rounds, like I just fucking love it. And this might be a bit of a trigger warning to some of you, but like, I know you want it. There is nothing sexier. And I cannot tell you how many clients have been like, this now happens and I fucking love it, is that they will be having like a full blown tantrum or they're crying or whatever it is. And their men will just grab them and be, and like whip them into shape, right? Or they're being like, they're having a full blown like anger outburst and they're going wild and, they'll, and their man will let them do it for a little bit. And then their man will come over and grab them and like put them in their feminine. And they find it so sexy because it makes them feel like they can be fully expressed and they're never going to go too far. Then there's other situations where, you know, they are like trying to overorganize everything because like things aren't the way they want it. And they're like, oh my God, like I'm getting stressed, blah, blah, blah. And the man will just come in and be like, sit the fuck, sit the fuck down and like, shut up and let me do this. And it's like, oh, okay. Like my boyfriend doesn't to me. I have one-on-one clients and then especially the guys like especially my female clients who have had their partners do the man, their partners now do it to them. And they are just like, this is so fucked up how turned on I am. It's not fucked up is the funny thing. So women think it's fucked up that I'm so turned on by him being like, sit the fuck down, shut up and let me do this. It's not fucked up because what it is, is like, it's actually safety that you feel. It's like, it's like, oh, I can, it's like this, I can relax. Like he's got me. Like I don't have to do this all. He has got me right even like when me and my mom were like just recently in Europe and where and I'm like oh my god we're gonna miss the train blah 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 and he just like literally grabbed me he's like calm the fuck down Monica we have seven minutes we are going to make it like you need to chill the fuck out I have everything out of control it's like oh okay and it's a reminder to the feminine of I don't need to be in control I don't need to worry. Like he's got everything under control and it's a fucking turn on because it is a reminder that we get to just be in our feminine and we get to be wild and free and expressed and they have everything under control. That is why it's a turn on. It's like, it's a turn on because we are like forced into our feminine and that's what feels delicious and juicy to us. So like if you as a man listening, like like learn from that. If you are a man listening and you are and the way that you do this is very fucking important. You cannot do this from a trauma response place. So like if you haven't dealt with your trauma as a man listening to this, I urge you to join the man. We already have a few guys in and I'm super pumped about it. Um oh by the way, I know that I like last week said um no, like 2 weeks ago I was like it's open and then like you guys went to the wait you guys went to the website page and you were like it's waitlisted. I'm sorry about that. It was because we I pushed it back a week and then I forgot to change it on the podcast because of all the house stuff going on and like there was just too much going on. I was like, I cannot open the man right now. Like I just don't have any other, like I don't have any space to like be, you know, DMing people and like talking to people and sending out invoices, la la la. But now it is officially open. So we already have a bunch of men in there. Um, and uh, if you haven't already joined, I would urge you to join. If you have not dealt with your trauma, then I need you to be aware that like you need to be very, very mindful about how you embrace this like dominance because you don't want it coming out of it. You don't want it coming from a trauma response and you don't want to be doing it in a way that's actually going to make her feel unsafe. And this is, I'm, I'm going to be doing this with you guys. Um, in this round of the man as well. But um, body language is really important for you to learn on a woman. 
and you will learn your woman's body language obviously over time, but women are naturally equipped with abilities to know body language. Men are not as much. You have to really learn body language to actually understand it. So I'm going to be going through that with you guys as well because like there is so much that we say in our body as women that is really powerful when you as a man understand that because um, there's just like so much magic and power in being able to kind of communicate in that way with us. Anyway, point being is the safety, uh, we get that sense of safety, right? And the sense of I get to drop into my feminine when you are um, being dominant in that way and putting us in our place. So we don't want you to be this like nice guy and like be, you know, like, oh, like, yeah, babe, like just have like, yeah, you just like, it's okay. Like uh, we'll get there. Like, don't worry. Like, you know, like, okay, let's hurry. You're stressed. Let's hurry. Like, no, don't, don't tell me to fucking hurry. Tell me to calm down. Like you being weak and you being like, you know, one foot in, one foot out of your masculinity, it actually creates a sense of distrust for the feminine. It creates a sense of unsafety for the feminine. We need you to be like fully in your fucking masculine or like bye-bye Felicia. Because in order for us to feel fully safe in our feminine, we have to feel like you are holding the fort down. We have to feel like you are this big, sturdy fucking tree trunk. And there can be a fucking hurricane as in us. We can be a hurricane around you and you ain't fucking moving. Like you are not moving. Your roots are dug in so deep to the earth. Like everything is fucking chill and whatever in your world that is how we want to feel and that is what creates safety so if you are Mr. Nice Guy you how it shows up is you are letting her walk all over you you are letting her take the lead you are letting her make the decisions even when you don't want to do that right so you know for example if you are if she let's say for example uh, you are like, babe, I, like, do you want to, like, I, I really want to get like sushi tonight. And she's like, no, I really want steak. Let's get steak. And you're like, okay, you've literally decided I walk all over you, right? Instead, and this is like a really basic example. It obviously depends so much on the context. Instead, if you really fucking want sushi and she really wants steak, not budging would actually be a better option. And you'd be like, you know what? Like, I really want sushi. So how about we go somewhere that has steak and sushi? That would be you. You don't have to force her to have sushi with you, right? That would be you taking more of the lead and not budging on what you want. And that's like a very basic example. Like you're pro like guys listening are probably going to be like, it's Monica. I could have a steak. It's not a big deal. That I'm just using that as more of like a metaphor, right? Um, you know, a better example would be like, um, like babe, as in I'm the guy, babe, we are having Christmas without with, with my side of the family and she's, and she throws a fucking tantrum. Don't give in. If you are like, no, I've committed to having fucking Christmas with my side of the family, then guess what? She's going to have to fucking deal with it. Now, obviously, there are so many situations where like it's not as simple as that. I get that. I'm just trying to paint some pictures of where guys will literally just – they will like let themselves be manipulated. And this is actually – this is a really good point. So I feel like we're very easy these days to be like, she's a narcissist. He's a narcissist. She's toxic. He's toxic, blah, blah, blah. Like she's manipulating me. He's manipulating me. And I'm like – maybe you're letting yourself be manipulated. Like you, maybe you're thinking you're being manipulated, but it's actually because you can't draw a boundary. Like mic drop. Maybe you are letting yourself be manipulated because you can't draw a boundary. Let me think of an example. 
babe, are you sure that you have to, I'm being the chick, right? The girl, the woman, babe, are you sure that you have to go away on that work trip? Like, I just like, I really don't want you to like, there's so much to do here. Like I just blah, 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 blah. Like you don't need to like, surely not like it's bad timing. You as the guy, yeah, you're right. Like, don't worry about it. And then you end up resenting her, right? And you think that she manipulated you with your emotions. I'm like, "Mm, maybe she manipulated you or maybe you didn't have the boundaries and the uh, like embodiment to be like, I know this is bad timing and I know you don't want me to go and I need to go and I cannot wait to see you when I get back. That would be a man that's embodying boundaries and embodying self-worth and self-respect. Like there's a better, there's like a, there's like a a strong example. Um, Another example could be um, like, Hey babe, um, I haven't seen Mark in like six months and he's in town you cool if I have him over for dinner? Like, like I invited him over for dinner. Um, and like, don't feel the pressure to cook. I'm going to cook for all of us. I've already organized the meat, blah, blah, blah. So he's kind of taking into account, like maybe it's been last minute. She's busy. Like he's taken in all those things into account. We're just putting in there because that would be the, the decent thing to do. And then she's like, babe, like, oh my God, like the house isn't tidy. Like I'm tired. Like I'm, I just like, I, I like, you, you know, you've had a big day at work. You have to get up early in the morning. Like she makes up a, a scenario and then he's like, yeah, I guess you are right. Yeah. Like I'll tell him it's like not great timing. Like maybe next time. And then he's like, I think she's manipulating me. And I'm like, mm, maybe you just don't have the boundaries. So like that's a that's a mic drop moment for us all. Is he a narcissist? Is he manipulating you or do you not have any boundaries? I'm like that shit needs to be turned to a quote. I'm not even joking. That that needs to be turned to a quote for the episode. That was like that just came through like and I'm like that was so good, Monica. I've never said that before and I'm like that was so good. Um I love when I get like super like in my channel and I'm just saying shit where I'm like, damn, that is so juicy. I was on the Queen Alchemy call the other night and like the shit that I was saying about money when I was, people were asking me about like questions about things and their relationship with money. I was like, holy crap, this is so fucking good. Like I need to re-listen to what I was saying because it was just like coming through hot. Um, anyway, so men stop letting her walk all over you. If you are wanting to be the man, because I can guarantee you that she is not going to be feeling sexy and attract, uh, sorry, uh, attracted and turned on by a man that is walking all over her. So chicken, I got with that one quick break in the episode to remind you about my amazing program that in my opinion every single woman should be doing be a lover not a mother if you want to ensure that you are not part of the group of women that emasculate men shame them rip them down and instead you want to be part of the women that lift men up that empower them and that make them feel like it is safe to be in their masculine and of course you want to be in your feminine as a woman then please make sure that you have joined be a lover not a mother or you are on the wait list you will know if it's open or closed based on what the website says because this program will absolutely change your life and your relationships 
it is really good for both platonic relationships and romantic relationships it's good for your son for your uncle for your for your boss for your lover it doesn't matter who you're communicating with as a man in my opinion every single woman should do this because it is going to benefit her it is going to make her feel safer to be in her feminine it is going to help her to get rid of her wounds around men and her stories around men so that she can really let men lead because i know that you are craving that and you are desiring that and this program is really really going to help you get there i am so proud of this program i absolutely love it and there is honestly nothing i haven't seen anything else out there like this so i highly recommend that you join if you're not already in ladies and gentlemen i've said this before i'm gonna say it again men want respect women want like attention and connection right but men really want men want attention connection as well but like men want respect in a woman's brain she's not like i need respect i need respect all the time right like that's not like our core need from people will be like i want to be accepted love chat like you know what i mean like we have more of those like feminine um uh desires where and we obviously want to be respected as well but it's not this like forefront of like i don't feel respected but for a man, he's looking to be respected. He wants to literally like hear you say that you respect him. Well, men, if you do not respect yourself enough to know what you want, to share what you want, to have boundaries, to speak up, to just vocalize yourself and say no, she is not going to respect you either learn to say no. Saying no is something that a lot of people struggle with and it will be the most powerful thing for you when you can say no to someone. Like I say no all the fucking time. Like I really do. I don't people please. I mean, I am an Enneagram mate, but I do not people please. I got no time for it. I just don't care. I'm like, if I don't want to go to something, I'm not fucking going. I know the difference between being lazy and not wanting to go and all that kind of, I'm, I'm like that there is a difference to that like be mindful of that but learn to be able to say no because when you can respect yourself and you you show up in this way for yourself you aren't going to allow anything less from her you aren't going to allow her to walk all over you 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 aren't going to allow her to treat you meanly you aren't going to to be this like Mr. Nice Guy and she's going to adore you respect you love you want you be turned on by you way more so way 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 more so on this note of like being turned on by a man so what turns a woman on like like in like within the whole like you know um uh, like instinctual turn-ons for a woman towards a man one of the things is can you provide slash protect from you like do you provide safety so when you do not showcase that you can be like the leader and that you can take the lead and that you can kind of be like dominant like in a good way instead of being a doormat she actually doesn't feel as safe with you right now, of course, all women and men, we all want to feel safe, right? So it doesn't mean that you walk all over her either. Like, let's preface that. It doesn't mean that you, that in order for you to be the man and not Mr. Nice Guy, that you have to walk all over her. Absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying, okay? It means that you being a nice guy where you never take a stand, you never say, and again, Mr. Nice Guy, like nice, 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 nice guy, where you never take a stand, where you never say what you want, where you never draw a boundary, etc. because of your fear of rejection, your fear of whatever, 
she actually doesn't feel as safe with you because she never sees that quote unquote masculine side coming out. And like her primal brain worries that if you go into a scary situation, you know, like you would be the one to hide behind her instead of she'd be the one to hide behind you. So you like we do in our brain have this element of like, will like, is he a safe space? Like, will he be safe for me? Will he provide me? Will he protect me? And will he be safe? And at the end of the day, will I be safe? Sorry, will I be safe? At the end, as a woman, at the end of the day, if you're a doormat all the time, she will not feel as safe. She will not feel as safe because she doesn't see that like primal instinctual man side of you being like absolutely fucking not putting you in her place. And that side of you, right, she respects it. And she also then knows if you were in a public dangerous situation that you would step up and protect her. So when she's not seeing that day to day, but instead she's seeing this like weak, passive man, then she's going to one, disrespect you, two, not be turned on by you. And three, she's not going to feel like you are the man that is going to provide and protect her and keep her safe. Now, obviously guys, and I'm sure you know this by now from my episodes, the women that get turned on by passive men are really, really masculine women. And they all end up coming to me and they all end up resenting them and they all end up hating it, right? And they don't realize it because it's all coming from a trauma response. It's like the guy's passive from a trauma response. She's she's dominant from a trauma response. It's just like a one whole fucking ball of trauma. So like just remember that like we're not, I'm not talking about that stuff in this episode. I'm talking about the feminine women that want a masculine man. And I'm talking about the guys listening to this, those of you that want to be a masculine man and be with a feminine woman. This shit won't work if you're with a masculine woman because she won't like it because she will be triggered as fuck and it will make her feel like she's not in control in the relationship and that will freak her the fuck out, right? Because, and the reality is like, we actually don't, we, we like you as a woman, like, I don't want to feel like I'm in control of the relationship because I don't, not in the fucking lead. I don't feel out of control. I don't feel like I have any say. I don't feel like I'm being controlled, but I don't feel like I'm in control, right? Because I, because I don't need to be in control to feel safe. But a lot of women need to be in control in order to feel safe. So when you're showing up as the man that is in control and that is not being a doormat and she's a masculine woman, her sense of safety will be threatened. But it's an all an illusion. So just an FYI, like just to remember, like if you're trying to do this with like a really masculine woman, it's likely not going to work because of her trauma that she needs to fucking deal with. So... On that note, guys, I hope this was helpful. Let's all stop being Mr. Nice Guy. It's not attractive. Stop being a people pleaser. It's not sexy for her. It's fucking annoying. It's draining. Like people pleasers drain the living living daylights out of other people. If you are a people pleaser where you cannot put your foot down to anybody, you cannot say no, you have to make everybody fucking happy. It will drive her up the wall because she will not feel like you are a fucking man that can make his own decisions. She will actually feel like she has to mother you and guide you because you cannot seem to guide yourself and make your own decisions that feel good for you. So please, for the love of God, guys, like men and women, stop 
being a people pleaser. It's really draining for her. It's not attractive and it does not make you come across as a high quality man. It makes you come across as a man that only feels like he's enough when he's getting the validation and the security from other people. Not attractive. Not attractive. So I'm going to love you and leave you guys there. Guys, men, um, the man is open. You know if you need this program. If you struggle with insecurities, with anxieties, with bad habits that are constantly showing up, you want to be a better man for your woman, you are going through massive changes in your life, you feel like you're lacking purpose or you don't know what your purpose is, please join us and do not wait to hit rock bottom. I know you guys don't want to get help. I know that you don't like going to other people to quote unquote fix things because you want to fix things yourself. But let me tell you, it is not worth it if you lose yourself, your career and your relationship because your ego needed you to wait until you hit rock bottom. Don't do that to yourself. You will lose so much more. Don't wait till you hit rock bottom, guys. Instead, join now where you get to become a better version of yourself with where you are right now rather than waiting, waiting and wait, like rather than like waiting, hitting rock bottom and then having to go from the ground up again. Like that's just, no, I don't want you guys to have to do that. So show up with that masculine discipline call yourself forward, reflect for a second and think, will I benefit off doing this? The answer is obviously going to be yes. And then shoot me an email or send me a DM, whatever you feel more comfortable with. Let me know that you would like to join and we will get you in. This is the last round of the year. Um, and then I won't do another round until probably like April or May of next year. So fuck waiting to be the best man and let's just do this thing because you will not regret it. If you have any questions at all, let me know guys. And ladies, uh, Queen Alchemy, the wait list is available if you need to sign up for it for next year. Um, and of course, if you want to, uh, learn more about communicating with men and have a better dating experience, then definitely make sure that you join Embodiment of Dating and Be Love and Not a Mother. They both complement each other very well, but the content is different. So all the details for everything is down below, guys, if you need to. If you haven't left a review on the podcast, please do so. We have crossed a few weeks ago, maybe like a month ago now, we crossed the 1 million downloads mark, which is so exciting. Um, so... Yeah, if you haven't already left a review, I'd really appreciate it. And I will see you guys in the next episode.